I'm Jen, she's Lex, and we're the Bachelorettes, even though we're not technically covering Bachelor Nation right now. Should we be the Bridgetonettes? <laughs> it doesn't roll off the tongue the same way. The Bridgetonettes. Uh, you got used to it. <laughs> we'll, we'll make that work. So, of course, as you guys know, we are covering romance, which means we're talking about Bridgerton. And so we are on to episodes three and four. But before we dive into it, I know you were all aware of the horrible news that broke in Bridgerton verse. Is it Bridgerton verse? Whatever. Yes. With the news that Reggae Jean Page will not be joining the cast of Bridgerton in season two. And the world went wild weep no for real like <laughs> i sent this to you oh my gosh what and it makes sense since each season on bridgerton is focused on a different couple but still in the back of my mind i was like wait so he's just he's not gonna be there just yeah. forever just in the background sending those smoldering yeah. gazes to daphne <laughs> like what <laughs> literally i i can tell you literally like his involvement in the second book it does not even make a full page like yes so he because it's literally very much about anthony's story in book two so simon features barely and when i say barely Uh, barely is being kind simon uh, is featured less than francesca and that's hard to do and that's hard to do yeah that is hard to do because she was on like maybe two episodes i know one i remember one for sure of her and that was for like less than five minutes (laughs) That's Simon's involvement in book two. Oh, Lord. So he's not coming. Oh, <laughs> they started so strong. And I know that's why a lot of people started watching. That's Absolutely. why I started watching. <laughs> Listen, like they're going to lose a lot of people. They do not have enough hot black people to hold people watching their show i'm just gonna be honest i'm gonna say it and they've introduced two new characters of course um we know that kate sheffield is now being kate shawarma sharma and Mm -hmm. uh she's played and then so they cast someone to be her sister edwina and then apparently they've cast this white dude to be a whole new made-up character for the tv show and i'm like you think you're gonna replace reggae jean page with this white man are you Mm. dumb or are you dumb so who is he supposed to be just like some random dude he's a character they made up for the tv show no idea who he is so he does not fit into the books at all oh so yeah that'll be interesting to see but for now we have to say goodbye to the handsome young duke is daphne still gonna be i guess daphne will yeah daphne is gonna be she plays a significant portion in um, anthony's love story since anthony bollocks it up for her she gets like retribution in book two just a little bit just a oh, little i bit. hope so because so, he was royally fucking it up like right this Jeez. whole season actually like anthony did not get one single win <laughs> <laughs> nope not a single win so as you know, detail season season two is anthony's time to shine but until we get there let's talk bridgerton season one episode three now, it, this episode's called The Art of the Swoon. And I was like, you know what? That tracks. That makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Like, when you really think about it. Lady Whistledown is letting us know that, hey, Daphne, super fucking popular now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now that Simon's into her, everyone's yes. like, oh, that bitch is actually pretty cool. Let's go with her. Yeah. The tables have turned. The turntables. Uh- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like super hot, super on the market now. All the men want her milkshake is now bringing all the boys back to her yard. Mm-hmm. And so there is a ball that occurs and she's the bell 
of the ball. <laughs> and then the queen arrives with Cormac McLaggen from Harry Potter, the prince of Prussia, Friedrich. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So we meet the handsome young Prince Friedrich of Prussia. But before we get to that, I just have to mention that last episode, we talked about how the girls in this show don't know anything about sex. So the episode opens with Daphne actually having a low-key wet dream about Simon, the dude, and which consists of her almost kissing him. <laughs> and then she wakes up. Oh, my gosh. I almost kissed him. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was so funny. Kissing him. The height of that horniness. Yeah, The height of horniness. That's what it was. <laughs> so then, mm-hmm. so Daphne's on, at the ball and she's dancing with like several men, but there's something wrong. Like one guy, he's just too pompous. He talks about himself a lot. One guy, he, I don't know. They were just lames to me. Yeah. And then Simon acts like all jealous, knowing he don't give a shit. <laughs> it just yeah, because he's just oh, so you just gonna talk to these niggas when I'm standing right yes, here. Yes, that's exactly that's, that's exactly what he said, word for word, guys. Word for word. <laughs> and she's like, stop, you know that I like you and shit. And he's like, Really? In front of all these people? This is how you're gonna treat me? <laughs> Yeah, he's just playing. Yeah, he just playing, girl. You you know how he is. He's just so funny. Don't don't worry about my man. He's sick. <laughs> so all this time, Prince of Prussia walks in and he's like, "This white girl, I want her." Yes, she's, she's amazing. The, stole the diamond, so he's mm-hmm. okay. I really like her. I'm attracted to her, and we're all just like, mm, "All right." If y'all insist, I guess that's a choice. <laughs> But don't worry, because Daphne has competition. Before we get there, Daphne's trying to grill Anthony about Simon. Mm -hmm. They were buddies from Oxford. I forget the university already, wherever it was. They're buddies from college. And he's like, so uh, what's up with your boy? We're dating and whatever, but is he trying to get married? Like on the low, what's up? And Anthony's like, like, married? That Mm -hmm. hoe? You want that hoe to get married? On top of his horrible childhood trauma, he is the hoest of hoe. He's <laughs> never going to settle down, bitch. What the fuck are you talking about? He's the hoest of hoe. <laughs> Basically. And Anthony like- also said that verbatim on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Trust us. Okay. Don't go watch. Just trust. We know what we're talking about. <laughs> we know exactly. So Daphne's, oh shit. Okay. All right. All right. I guess I got to deal with that shit. So then we leave the ball. Because really, balls are boring. Like, they're visually they pretty, yeah. but it's boring. They're boring the- to talk about because it's they're there in their gowns and they dance. And it's pretty, you yeah. know, but if you're not seeing it, then it's... And if you're not oh. there, then mm-hmm. it's... Oh, okay. yeah, we forgot <laughs> to say. So, for the TV series, they've used certain pop culture hits as, like, string quartet bands. So, they did Thank mm-hmm. You, Next. They've done a couple mm-hmm. of popular songs. That happens throughout the series. So, Which fine. cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice of them, but also, like, odd at the same time. It was odd. It's cool, but then it's not going to age well. People are going to be listening to this, like, years from now and be like, oh, why does old ass song in (laughs) in here? (laughs) Well, to be fair, they'd probably think that it's olden times, according to the time period. That's true. That's true. They thought back then they were dancing to thank you next on the strings. So that's the Bridges in Universe for you. (laughs) That's the universe for you. So there's some royal art exhibit thing. And then Cressida Cowper, who is Daphne's, like, 
like arch nemesis in the marriage mark, I guess. Well, really, it's not necessarily Cressida per se that's the nemesis. I think it's just the Cowper family that is the nemesis of the Bridgerton family. Yeah, and it's more not even like a nemesis, like they're out to get her, but it's more like they're both girls out at the same time trying to find husbands. So it's just what naturally happens. You might try to set your eye on the same person i can't relate to ever competing for a man but i guess can i but we guess cressida is i'm gonna catch a prince's eye so she throws herself into a swoon yes and Mm -hmm. lets him rescue her in a sense he has to catch her it's a whole thing simon and daphne are having a little moment and almost we forgot to say before that they were having a little moment where Daphne was looking at all the artwork that he donated because, you know, he's rich as fuck. So he donated artwork to the exhibition. That's a different. There's a level of rich where someone buys your art and then there's a level where someone's donating art. (laughs) Yeah. For a museum. Oh, let me donate my gallery for your public consumption. These are the things I just bought in my spare time with my spare money. So that's what (laughs) (laughs) Simon's. donated art so she's looking at the art he donated and she's looking at the one that his mom liked or something so they're they like own they're like touching hands and it's like this super intimate moment because they're not supposed to even be liking each other like that really and then they hear a noise and find Cressida swooning and Daphne's just whatever bitch like I was just touching my man anyway so (laughs) she's like you do whatever you gotta do I like I'm good over here yeah me and mine are good over here (laughs) they have their moment it's very beautiful the prince has eyes for daphne the entire time by the way like he's catching cressida only because he has to be a gentleman not because i think if he could have dropped her he would he probably would have because he was just like damn this girl don't leave me the fuck alone (laughs) he he kept trying to talk to daphne and daphne kept being like oh let me go see what the duke's up to oh let me go yeah have fun have fun like you're in this city it's cool like you can do this you can do that i'm gonna be over here (laughs) (laughs) pretty much she was giving him the brush off even though she should not have been giving him the brush off he's a fucking prince and you're trying to marry like my girl are you dumb but to to be fair though (laughs) why would she go to prussia when her whole family is in england yeah there's that but she did give this whole speech in either the episode before or the first one where she was like her whole life revolves around marrying so logically the prince being there she should have jumped on that oh shit this is what i was made for which is sad but (laughs) sad but true Mm -hmm. sad but true so she didn't but um then daphne and simon have more intimate moments they're taking a walk and he's like what is marriage really about in part of their of course negotiations just getting to know each other Mm -hmm. and pretty much they're having a little conversation that veers into some slightly naughty territory yes because daphne remember daphne genuinely knows nothing about nothing so she thought because her mom was telling her, you just, you marry your friend. You marry somebody you can be friends with. And she's, uh, I don't think that's right. There needs to be something else. Exactly. There's something else. <laughs> so that's else. why she's asking Simon. And Simon's, what happens when you touch yourself? And she's like, yeah. excuse me? First of all, you have to do it. Just came in and he was like, it's a continuation of what happens at night when you touch yourself. And she's, <laughs> and he's, yeah, like you, yeah. you know? He and said it so naturally too. Like, yeah, everybody touches himself. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> it's like, yeah, no. Then, of course, because he's told her in his little sato voice to go touch herself, she tries it out and she was like, oh, this is fucking amazing. Yes. 
Yes, girl like, goes wild, but you know. I don't remember the first time I masturbated being fucking amazing. Like I, I don't think I even knew I what I was doing. I, I didn't either. I was just like, oh, this feels good. I'm gonna keep doing it. Yeah, like it but, never hit me until like way later. Oh shit, I've been masturbating. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's weird. Like when you think about how it's portrayed on the show, and I'm like, I don't think any girl's first time masturbating was like that. Because first of all, how would she even know what to touch? Like right. she's she doesn't seem like the type who's ever even looked at her lady parts. So I'm just like, how would right. she even? That's why. That's why I had to bring up the the wet dream in the beginning because I feel like when that happened, it was an awakening. Like, oh, there's parts of me that are like throbbing (laughs) and then maybe when simon told her she made the connection oh maybe that's where i'm supposed to touch i don't know uh is it believable no is it cool for the romance of the story yeah sure why not (laughs) yeah but we'll, we'll give that to her so there is touching and then simon's just yeah you touched yourself don't tell me about that i don't need to know that i feel like a bad influence on you and she's but it was great but it was good though (laughs) and he was like "Eh." no i don't think so i think that we should just like not we should just not so while all this is going on of course we found out marina is pregnant at last episode and so lady featherington is trying to figure out a way to get her hitched to somebody asap but Marina's like, I'm sitting in love with my mans. You can't like make me give up my mans. Like he's away right now, but he gonna be back soon. Mm-hmm. And so they enlist a maid to write a fake letter to her from her mans, pretty much saying, mm-hmm. fuck you, I'm done. Yeah, pretty much being like, who are you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's basically what the, the letter basically said. Who are you again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you talking about? Do yeah. I know you? Like pregnant. Yikes. Are you sure it's me? Like you're a hoe. <laughs> right good luck to you and yours <laughs> like <laughs> cheers <laughs> and then while all that is going on you know sienna is trying to seduce simon to get back at anthony and anthony's bitch are you fucking playing you're what trying to fuck my best here? friend like yeah i'm in love with you and you try to fuck my best friend and she's listen you said you were done with me i'm just trying to find someone new okay i just need to protect her Sienna's an unapologetic, unapologetic gold digger, right? She just wants to live well. Love to see it. Love to see it. <laughs> yes, love to see it. She just wants somebody to take care of her and to live well and not have to worry about money for the rest of her life. And that's what she told. And she was upfront. She told Anthony that. And he dumped her. So she's like, you know what? I'm going to go do what I need to do to take care of myself. And then he got mad at that. It was like, sir. But to be fair, though, she, <laughs> did, she deliberately chose Simon. And Simon just, Simon's just sitting there like, this bitch think I'm going to fuck her. And she used yes. to fuck <laughs> Simon, Simon is for real. Like when they talk about like bro code, Simon seems to be the only one who would even follow this mythical bro code. Right. Like, he wouldn't do it. He played it, Anthony, though. He was like, so you ain't want her so I can have her. And Anthony was like, you want my sloppy seconds? I was like, no, dummy. I don't want your stupid, quote unquote, sloppy seconds. I just, I'm just playing. I'm just messing with your head. And so she was totally expecting Simon to take the bait, was waiting for him backstage. He never showed up. That was the day (laughs) that they were at the art gallery and he had been touching on Daphne. So he's like, you know what? That's not even worth it. (laughs) Right. Not even worth it. And so we have all that other stuff. Subplots in this episode were not that strong. The most exciting subplot was this whole trying to get Marina hitched to a man as soon as possible and giving up on her dude. But 
there's also the fact that Daphne is increasingly catching the prince's eye. And when Simon's girl, just go off. You, I'm, I hope I've made you popular again. Go off and do your thing. Right. She's like, oh yeah, you think I can't do what I want? And she bam, hooks the prince. Yeah, <laughs> she does. So why Simon tells her that is because his aunt, his mom's friend, Lady Danbury was like, look, like, are you just going to play with your food? Or are you going to eat it? <laughs> she needs to marry you can't just keep fucking around so that's when he's like all right all right she's got suitors like she needs to get married i'm gonna end it so of course she took it terribly even though that was their agreement that this was gonna be a fake relationship so he's you know what fine and then she just says her best then <laughs> goes to the next ball and just stops everybody in their tracks including the prince and it's funny because even Cressida's mom was telling her, was it telling either her or her mom, oh, Daphne's being so nice. Cressida wouldn't stand a chance if she was actually taking the prince on. And then. I was like, oh my gosh, this poor woman. Listen, because Daphne was, was just being chill. She was just hanging out with Simon, just watching around and seeing. So when Simon pisses her off, she was like, oh, bet. I'm going to get any man I want. I yes. don't want, I'm going to get him. That's exactly what happened. She's like, bet. I'm going to make you jealous as hell. I'm going to get any man I want. You're going to watch. <laughs> and he did. He did. He was at the ball. He saw he, her too. He sure did. And so I feel like we have neglected to mention one of the most important people in this entire series. Simon's friend, who is the boxer. Oh, yes. What's his name again? I keep forgetting. Fuck if I know. Hot French guy. (laughs) That's all I got. Oh, he's French. It's not Gillespie. He was fighting Gillespie. Gillespie? Like, what? He was fighting. He was fighting the. Was it this episode he was fighting the Irish guy? No, it's the next episode, episode four, which we're covering shortly. Oh, shit. My bad. Sorry. (laughs) No, but it's okay. Jumping the gun. (laughs) Jumping the gun. But yeah. Yeah, he is the fine French. He's French? I didn't know he was French. Yeah, fine as fucking frog hair is that man. Ooh, (laughs) baby. Put it on me. Dude, Jen, oh my God. No, but be honest. If you got to see that man in real life, if you got to touch that body, come on. Come on. We need some holy water on this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little parched. A little parched. Let's have some water. (laughs) Let's have some. So yeah, so we end the episode, the third episode, with Daphne. She's finally trying to hook the prince. Marina Thompson's back on the market. They're trying to marry her off soon, so that before her belly starts to show. And I think that's it. Eloise is Eloise and Elopeing. Yeah, pretty much. And Sienna's on the hunt for a man. Of course. So now we dive into episode four, where Daphne is, of course, the talk of the town with the prince. She's hooked the prince. Mm -hmm. He's super into her. He gives her the biggest diamond necklace, like, fucking ever. Like, this huge ass thing. I'm surprised her neck didn't fucking break when she put that shit on. It was just this casual, oh, here's this necklace. And the necklace is fucking gorgeous and huge and has all these diamonds on it. And I'm like, bro, this is what you give someone you're dating? What happens when you get married? Shit. (laughs) I would have liked to find out. Yeah, me too. It was like, oh, okay. And then they go to the boxing match. (laughs) Correct. I remember she hasn't seen Simon since the ball. So at the Mm -hmm. boxing, actually, no, technically Simon was also at the place where she got the, he gave her the expensive necklace because they were at court or something. So he had to be there. So they haven't really interacted since he low-key dumped her, even though there's nothing to dump because they're not in a relationship whatever Mm -hmm. Uh, we do the thing they're at the boxing match 
She sees Simon because, of course, Simon's there rooting on for hot French guy. And he's got his sleeves all rolled up. She's getting wet betwixt her legs while on a date with the prince. (laughs) And yeah. So then she tells her because of course her whole family is at this fucking boxing match too so sienna is there trying to get another man anthony has to watch that yeah but it was just anthony who was there and her Mm -hmm. was anybody else from the bridgerton family there i know the the other brothers were there too i think colin and benedict oh and benedict yeah because it was it's like a guy's thing so Mm -hmm. it's not what's the word proprietary properly proper whatever (laughs) (laughs) proprietary what the fuck it's not proper for a young lady to be at these things so the fact that she's there she's like low-key impressing the prince because he's like oh, i didn't think you'd yeah. be here for these bloody fights mm-hmm. but she's there and scoping out the men she's man. there for one man let's be honest she's there yes, for simon but sure mm-hmm. the prince is great and then later she has to her mom is like listen i know that simon threw you over or whatever you guys are having a falling out but you can always get him back and she's mom it was a ruse. We were lying. It's not real. And, and her mom's like, what the fuck you mean? That was real to me. And then <laughs> at the same time this conversation is happening, Lady Danbury is telling Simon, like, shit or get off the pot. Yeah. Literally. And you should be shitting. You should be proposing to her right now. And he's, right. and then, of course, there's this weird, awkward conversation about race and about how the reason why Black people have power, quote unquote, is because the queen fell in love with some black woman yes. and oh yes got that sprung was, over her pussy like that whole conversation was weird because because simon was saying like because he was like love doesn't mean much or whatever and she's like love is why we're here today it's because the king fell in love with a black queen which is why we're here so love can change everything and it was like okay the answer is no yes <laughs> i opt out of this trauma because really think about this right and i'm gonna get deep for a second I don't date much interracially outside of people of color. I don't right. have a necessary, not that I don't have a desire to, I just, it has not happened for me like that. And so the idea of me being like, oh yeah, love's going to change everything. What are you going to do if your partner's parents are racist? Right. Like, what do you do if your partner's friends or siblings are racist? What if right. you're, of course, everyone low-key has that kind of white supremacist view, more or less view the world through that lens based on how we're socialized, the media we consume, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, how do you really deal with that? <laughs> like, how do you look at what we came off of, of the Bachelor series? If you guys have been listening to our Bachelor recaps. They expected love, not they, some fans expected love to transcend racism. And that's not how that works. Like, <laughs> no, absolutely not, not. As much as Bridgerton wants us to believe that's how it works. Like one person fell in love with one person and that racism no longer exists. That's not real. That's not how it works. So I wasn't buying it. I If they had said something else, we were already, I was all these respected we were already respected among these people and then the king chose one of us and that kind of solidified our position then maybe. But the idea that they went from nothing to like everything overnight is a lie. <laughs> like I'm not, it's unbelievable. I'm not believing yeah. it. But they did try to fit it in. They sure did. They sure did. You know what, guys? Cheers to you for trying to push this stupid narrative. You You tried tried. it. You got a star. You tried badly drawn star. (laughs) Yep. Yep. I just... mm. 
no. So at the same time, this is happening too. Like Marina is being examined like a horse by some old white dude. They're trying to ship her off to yes. marry. It's like weird as shit. It was like, what I don't know. The fuck? It was very odd. It was very odd. Yeah, it was very odd. Because it was like they were trying to fitting, fitting her in gowns. And this guy was like looking at her, examining her teeth. Like she was some kind of horse. It literally like, checking her over like a goddamn horse. This yes. is a thoroughbred. Let me let's get the bones on just, her. Yeah, let's look at the bones. Let's will she hold up? Does she have good teeth? What does her hair smell? It was a very like ew. Was did not I'm not sure if this happened in the book, but it did not come across well, especially with Marina Thompson being cast as a black woman. Like it was very fetishy, that very like Inhuman, inhumane is it basically treating her like she wasn't human and she was like the only black woman in the house so (laughs) it didn't sit well with me at all no i i didn't like it but i also i'm not a fan of the treatment of race on the show in general which is why i said if we're doing colorblind casting then we should just do colorblind casting but this fake woke shit does not work for me no. I have to literally turn off the part of my brain that critically analyzes things to enjoy the show. And you know what? That's <laughs> fine. Because sometimes things are just meant to be enjoyed without yes. too much thought. And I'm okay yes. with that. I'm just saying that I understand the critiques that people give of the show. I mm-hmm. agree with a good portion of them. But at the end of the day, this is also just a show I watch for my entertainment. Yeah. Basically, that's mm. how you have that's how we live as black people. Like a lot of things. We just have to turn off that critical part of our brain. Just, yeah. to, just, to, just to live just to enjoy stuff right I'm just trying to have a good time I'm here for a good time not a long time let's just do this <laughs> so then what happens next oh there's another ball yes this is the big one where the prince decides that Daphne is who he's meant to be with after knowing her for two days and yes. that he's gonna marry her that <laughs> he's been on exactly works. two dates with this woman and he wants to marry her <laughs> she's the one okay she's so, the one <laughs> So he's trying to do this thing where he's, yeah, she's going to be the one. It's going to be amazing. We're going to make this work. Daphne's, they can't do it. She scampers off and she's in a very secluded corner. Simon happens upon her. They get a little heated. They've never even really kissed before. And it goes from zero to fingering. Like, (laughs) I don't understand. (gasps) Oh my gosh, that's going in our episode description. <laughs> like, I just don't no, really think about it. They're having this argument and then they're yes. making out. And I'm just, they, and yeah. he's, oh, yes. she, you just started touching yourself last night. What is happening here? Like, I don't know. That might have been the switch that done it. Then had her like, hmm, <laughs> wait a minute. Let me see what's up with all of this. I know it feels great when I touch mm-hmm. it. But what about when he touches? Listen, she is riding his thigh like a bitch in heat, and he's yeah. <laughs> and then Anthony walks in. Yes, because like they're the worst in fucking thing that could public. They're in a fucking public garden at someone's house. Yeah, like anyone can walk up. But Anthony is like, you are you fucking my sister, right? <gasps> yes, they're very much in the garden. Snuck off to the gardens. A typical romance historical romance drama snuck up to the gardens shit got heavy (laughs) anthony caught him with his hand up her dress unmistakable like what the fuck was happening (laughs) 
<laughs> so he was just like, uh-uh, you got to marry her. Mm-mm-mm. You got to marry my sister, dude. That's my sister. And they had this conversation earlier Yep. where Anthony was like, that's my sister, dude. That's my sister. And he was like, yeah, your sister's fine with me. I would never take advantage of her. That's You're my man. That's your sister. <laughs> Fast forward to when he definitely took advantage of her. <laughs> Anthony's like, yo, you got to marry her. And he's, nah. No, he <laughs> says, I cannot. Yes. Not that he doesn't want to. He says, I cannot. And it's I a cannot. very specific statement. And Daphne's also flabbergasted. She's like, you are finger fucking me and you cannot marry me? What does that even mean? She, at this point, she's just, wow, am I that repulsive? You don't want to marry me? What? After this, after everyone's been telling her she's the diamond, she's like the best looking woman, she's the prettiest in town, blah, 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 blah. And Simon's, yeah, no, I can't marry you. And she's, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like her experiencing rejection for the first time in her life. What do you mean? <laughs> yes. And so to make it right, Anthony does the only logical thing a man can do and challenges Simon to a duel. So now Simon has to go off and get French sexy boxer dude to be his second. And Anthony has to go off and get Benedict to be his second. And by the way, duels are illegal. Duels are illegal. If the duel happens, whoever wins will have to literally flee the country. So it makes no sense. (laughs) And men are dumb, basically. (laughs) And so Anthony, now pondering this and realizing, hey, if I do this deal, I have to flee the country. Let's go get Sienna and tell her that there might be a way for us to be together. All she has to do is fuck off and run away with me, away from England, after I kill my best friend. Yeah. Makes sense. Totally makes sense. So, of course... (laughs) He flies to Sienna's house and says, pack your shit. Like, I'm about to duel. (laughs) And we can get the fuck out of the country and be together. And she's just like, what? And she's like, but what if you die? I really think you're not thinking things through here. And Daphne, of course, tries to reason with them. I yeah, this is not going to work. So this is happening. Simon's, yeah, I'm just going to let Anthony kill me. It's fine. I defiled his sister. And French <sighs> boxers, numb nuts. You're not just going to, the fuck is wrong? You're not just going to die. Are you stupid? And he's, yeah, I fucked his sister and he saw me. So dude, come on. I'm just going to have to die. Like, and I don't want to marry her. So I'm going to just have to die. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole thing. It happens. Yeah. Daphne's, of course, trying to break up the duel, but she has no idea where the duel is is so she inveigles colin into telling her where the duel is and of course as anthony is about to murder his best friend she rides between <laughs> them yes and between almost the dies bullets. <laughs> and while a shot goes off she rides between the bullets that was so smart daphne yeah so what happens is nobody is genuinely injured the horse is frightened and throws her <laughs> and she yes. does not die yeah, and she does not die. They go, they run to check both of them, both Simon and Anthony run to see if she's okay. And she just calls them idiots. <laughs> Which they are. Not gonna lie. Daphne hits yes. the nail on the head. But yeah, pretty much Daphne is, listen, motherfucker, you cannot die. And the reason why you cannot die is because someone saw us fucking kissing. So you have to marry me. You cannot right. kill my brother and you cannot die. So we have to get married. And he's, okay, I can't marry you because I can never give you children. And so then we find out like, oh shit, this is why he's been rejecting marriage for like, it's obviously it's deeper than that, but this is why he's been saying he can't marry her. 
because she's been talking mm-hmm. about kids and she wants kids and blah 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 and he's just been like all right that's cool like not me though <laughs> yeah he's like, i can't give you kids and then she's fine fuck it i'll just we'll marry and we won't have kids it'll be fine it'll be fine i have siblings it, it'll be okay yeah. But the one thing we forgot to mention throughout all this is, of course, the Featherington family is doing their thing. Lady Featherington discovers in this episode that her husband has gambled away all of yes. their money. Yeah. So throughout the episode, we see him. He bet on the boxing match and he lost a lot of money. He's He was betting at tables like when all the gentlemen were together. I forgot. I forget what you call those. When all the gentlemen are together in like a study or something, playing games like he's betting yeah. there. He's So he's terrible at gambling. Like we see. Yeah. He'd been terrible at gambling. He, he, what's the other, one of the Featherington girls, like this boy was interested in her, which was surpri- the surprise of the entire family. And they seemed <laughs> yes. like well suited for each other and seemed like they were going to get married. And he was like, nah, he stopped that too. So you find out he stopped that because they were flat broke. <laughs> like they were dead yeah, broke. They have they, no dowries. They can't afford the dowries. So they it's like, the dowries, they can't well, afford shit. a wedding. <laughs> they can't afford he, shit. Also can't <laughs> afford all the clothes they already own. Yes. So, yeah. So the Featherington, so we find out at the end of this, the Featheringtons have money problems and Lord Featherington, he just breaks down and starts crying. And I was like, I have no pity for you. Yeah. No pity for this mediocre white man. Yeah. Oh, the other thing. So Benedict is meets yes. this artist dude. And so this is like Benedict's journey into debauchery. Mm-hmm. Which and, we love to yeah. see it. So it looks like it's going to be a gay love story, but it's not really a gay love story. It just looks that way. They on really the books, hoping. he's gay. But there is some gay love story-ish thing. Marina is okay. I need to marry someone, obviously. And Colin yeah. Bridgerton it has the hots for Marina. And she's like, mm-hmm. oh, he's he cute. Like, I can pin my baby on him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she basically tells Penelope, oh, she really likes Colin. And she wants Colin to be her baby daddy. <laughs> Penelope is in love with Colin. This yes, is the most devastating know? news for her. Okay. Yes. Anybody with eyes, Penelope is in love with Colin. And everybody <laughs> has she... eyes except for Colin. Except for Colin. And Marina, apparently. So <laughs> No, Marina knew. I think she just didn't care. You think she just didn't care? I yeah. We'll I, see, I, but... I feel like Marina knows how close they are and she's just oh he thinks of her like a sister so i don't really care how she feels that's what it felt like right. to me. oh okay yeah 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 yeah. that makes sense but she just talked about it so openly with penelope yeah i think colin could be my baby daddy penelope's like uh maybe not him <laughs> maybe someone else maybe anybody <laughs> in the world but him thanks so Penelope's devastated. Marina's still trying to talk to Colin. What mm-hmm. else? Benedict got his little flirt on. Oh, and he's Benedict. Benedict's also an artist, so he's venturing into the art world. That's the benefit of being the second oldest brother is you can do whatever the fuck you want. Pretty much. still live your life. Still live your best life doing whatever you want, not worrying about marrying or having children or having an heir or whatever. So Benedict Benedict's out living his best life. Um and I think that's how the episode ends, right? Yeah, with Luke, pretty much. Duke and Daphne yep. saying, like, all right, we're going to get married. And I don't know if we mentioned it, but the way that Daphne got them to not to get out of the duel and agree that she needs to be married is because Cressida actually saw her go into the gardens and Cressida saw her and the Duke come out. So, yeah. <laughs> so Cressida is going to have a big 
plot point, big ish plot point coming up soon. Cross is just like, mm-hmm, girl, you had a good time in the gardens, girl. <laughs> yeah, because and so Daphne was like, why the fuck were you in the garden? She was like, taking a stroll chaperoned, bitch. Like, <laughs> I didn't actually go into the garden. I was just on the balcony. I saw, I saw everything that happened, girl. <laughs> no, she didn't no, actually but... see them touching, though. That was no, 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 but she, yeah, she saw, but she saw that she was in there with the guy, like, and the Duke had left and she had left. Cressida Cressida is a sharp one. (laughs) I mean, I said she's second best, so she has to work hard to position herself at the front of the pack somehow. Right. And those braided wigs are not helping, girl. Let me tell you. Oh my God, the wigs are so (laughs) I hate those braided hair pieces so much. I just want to be like, just take it off. Just take it off. Like, you look fine without it. I promise. I promise you. Like, I'm like, girl, you need help. You need help. Come on. Olden time fashions was not very flattering, I don't think. I don't find most of the period pieces to be even remotely no. wonderful to look at. And I understand, like, a lot of the girls had to find their way of standing out from the pack. But, girl, <laughs> not that. Not that. <laughs> Okay. Wait, what did we call the thing that we did last week? The stuff that we liked and didn't like? I knew you would forget. So (laughs) it's the diamond and the bee sting. Yes. Okay. What is your diamond of the past two episodes? Mm, My diamond of the episode is the sexy Frenchman. Hello, baby. Go water. (laughs) I'm going to say my diamond. I don't know what my diamond is. Okay. Oh, my diamond was, I'm going to say my diamond was Daphne touching herself (laughs) and just being like, oh, (laughs) I thought I was funny. I'm not going to lie. And so that's when she went back to the, I I did that and it was pretty great. (laughs) It was was hot. I liked it. (laughs) So that's my diamond. What's, the bee sting. Mm, the bee sting is really every moment that a white man is on the screen making a choice because they're all wrong. Yeah, they're all terrible. I'm going to say my bee sting was Feather. Huh, I want to say the Featherington, Lord Featherington, finding out that he spent all his family's money on gambling debts. For me, it's just that's one of my biggest fears. <laughs> That I'll trust all my money to a man and he'll be irresponsible. So yep. he gets my beast thing, which happens a lot to a lot of families. Like I don't yep. think people understand just how careless some men can be with their family. Not even their own money, but their family's money. That's crazy to me. Like he spent the dowries too. He spent everything and they owe everybody money. So I would hate to be in that situation, which is why he gets my beast thing. I feel that. I feel that completely. He's just a part of that whole white man making bad choices for me. Yeah, so pretty much. I get it. I do feel bad for Penelope and them. Like he, those girls are, don't have it easy with their mother. <laughs> like they don't have it right. easy at all. No. And then for them to also just now be like suddenly poor is rough. It is rough. It is rough. And oh yeah, so we didn't mention that in this part of the episode, there was a part that did sweet me, which is that Bees is obsessed with trying to figure out like how, who is Lady Whistledown. She talks to Penelope about it constantly until one day she goes to Penelope and she's like, yo, I think I'm so close. Like, I think I'm figuring out who it was. First she goes to the servant She and she's like, I think it's their like housekeeper. And she's like wrestling around through her things because she thinks her housekeeper is Lady Whistledown and her housekeeper laughs in her face. <laughs> 
And it's, yo, you think I have time? <laughs> like, you think if I had money, I would be working for you? I think that was a moment for Eloise where she was like, oh, shit. I'm People a dumb. don't have money. <laughs> I'm a dumb, entitled bitch. Yes, that's basically what <laughs> you could see it go through her head. Like, I'm a dumb, entitled ass bitch. So then she starts thinking it's other people and she goes to Penelope and she's like, I'm so close. I'm figuring out who it is. And Penelope's like, I don't give a shit. Like, people have real problems. Always. Yeah. <laughs> but to be fair, Penelope's real problem at the time was that Marina was trying to fuck Collins. <laughs> yeah. Not even just fuck him. Like, she was trying to pin her baby on him. Yeah. yeah. And then she has zero clue that they're broke yet. So. A lot coming down the pipe for Penelope. A lot of things happening there. It's all good. It's all good. So that's episode four. We finished episodes three and four of Bridgerton. And uh, we've given you the Bridgerton news. Now, are you guys ready for Bachelor Nation news? I can't wait. Jen teased me about this before the episode started. She said she wanted to tell me while we record to get my reaction. So it better be juicy. Okay. So (laughs) step one. There is a rumor that Kelly Flanagan from Peter's season and Bennett from Clacia's season have a little something going on. What? You're lying to me. (laughs) It involves both of them being in Miami because, you know, Kelly lives down in South Florida. Both of them being in Miami, liking each other's photos, some clever captions and twos and some oh. things where so who took this picture wink so we're trying oh. to figure that out that's a, that's a possibility of what's occurring so wait, right so now bennett doesn't live what bennett lives bennett in new york in? yeah yeah oh, but he's in florida he he was in miami for a time oh i really wouldn't put it past kelly she seems like that type <laughs> Listen, Bennett was attracted to that type. Bennett had, you know, made it in his post. He was just kind of listening. When you're serious about love, you just do the damn thing. And I was like, yeah, fair. If you're serious about finding love, you go where you need to go. So that's a possibility of something that's happening in couple donation. Are you ready Mm -hmm. for the second possibly couple news? Hold on. I just want to say Bennett got money, y'all. So we know Kelly's yeah. a happy one. Not that Kelly is shallow because she dated Peter, for God's sake. So she, really. I mean, she did. But to me, like from from Peter's season, Kelly seemed like very like upper class. Like I think she was either she was a lawyer or her family was like had a law firm or something because that's where she worked. And so she just seemed, I feel like that was another reason why she was into Peter because he seems like he comes from like an upper middle class family. So she just seemed very... Yeah, so they, I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. I, I will. I would believe it. <laughs> okay, you'd believe that one. Yes. So would next you, news. Let's go. So the next news is two-parter, but not really. Becca K and Garrett are broken up. Thank God, Mega Garrett is no more. And Thank God. there is a rumor that she was dating Blake from her season. Blake H. Hope Blake, <laughs> stagecoach. Stagecoach Blake. There is a rumor that she was dating stagecoach Blake. However, what is up with this man? Why does everybody want him? We're not there. The best part of this is that, yeah, she has a boyfriend, but it's not stagecoach Blake. It's possibly Emmanuel Acho. <gasps> You're lying to me. Listen, what? I can't prove it. Date Card Pod posted this theory, and I was like, I could see that. What? But what's? Why do they think so? What's the proof? What's what's the tea? Uh, just, you know, captions. The same thing. Instagram captions, liking mm-hmm. posts, him sharing a photo of a certain thing, her 
taking a picture where you can see a dude's arm wearing a watch and it looks like it's Emmanuel's watch, how it is. Veteranation is full of private investigators. Like That's true. That's true. <laughs> Nothing stays quiet for long, ever. So that's a possibility that maybe not. I don't know. I can't prove it. I'm not there. I can just say this is something that I've heard rumor-wise in the rumor mill. Wow. I wonder if that's why he got that opportunity for after the final rose. I wonder if she bent someone's ear and said, hey... Manual. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I wouldn't. That's a couple I'm less likely to believe, though, because it's like Becca who chose Garrett. It's <laughs> going for Emmanuel. To be fair, though, she did have close relationships on TV with the black guys on her season, so it's not I that far fetched. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't remember her season. I'm not gonna lie. I just know she chose Garrett. And I know what she looks like. And that's a... Yeah, there is that. Like I said, those are just two dating rumors that are happening in Bachelor Nation. Wow. The third news item is not so much a rumor as it is Bachelor Nation is full of shitty people, as we already knew. Stagecoach Blake is also apparently a DJ now or something. I guess I missed that. But he was DJing at a very crowded nightclub in wherever the fuck he is right now. Who knows? Who cares? Some city in America. And Chris Randone was there a bunch with a bunch of along with a bunch of other Bachelor Nation guys and gals at this very crowded nightclub. Nobody's wearing masks because it's really what? COVID Wait, is not so, real. So, I was just going to say, so COVID doesn't exist in this nightclub? COVID does not exist in this world. So they're literally there, like, maskless, like, raging in this huge crowd of people at a nightclub. And I'm like, so there's going to be a spike where y'all are at. Great, thanks. Yeah. Wait, where was this? Was this in California? and Or Nashville or something. I don't know oh. where things are. I don't know where <laughs> anyone is anymore. Because these people also get on planes like it's a fucking taxi. Yeah. So they're traveling a lot. I don't know where anyone is and right go now. go all over the place. Like, and But I'm seeing that happening. Not like just everywhere. Like, pe- like things are opening up. People are doing stuff. And I'm like, wait, wait, aren't we in a pandemic? Like, why is stuff opening up? <laughs> Shouldn't we be quarantining? I don't know. But yeah, that's not cool, guys. Wear a mask. Do wear not a go mask. Party. Do like, not go party and wear a mask. Come on. <laughs> oh, I have another thing I forgot to mention. I don't know if they've started filming Katie's season of The Bachelorette. They've started filming. That's officially happening. Zach went Ooh. to visit Tasha while she was in New Mexico. Very sweet, romantic stuff. Yeah. Who's also in New Mexico filming something for the show? Oh, gosh. Who? Blake Moines. From Clisha season. Whoa. Really? Apparently, he's hopped up on Katie's season somehow. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Because he felt so deeply for Claire, and then he felt so deeply for Tasha. Now he's going to feel so deeply for Katie. Right. <laughs> and you accuse Heather of you. bachelor hopping? Like, at least Heather waited yes. a couple seasons, bro. Yeah. Because Heather was on Colton season, which was before Peter. So yeah. you were just there, dude. Like, hmm <laughs> What are you doing, sir? So that'll be interesting to watch. It'll be interesting to see how the guys react versus how the woman reacted. So yeah, Blake Moines, huh? I guess people liked him. Maybe? I mean, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. He seemed like the the creepy dude all who's always talking about sex to me. <laughs> yes, that's exactly how he came off to me as well. So yeah. So I guess we, I don't know. (laughs) We'll see. But y'all know who the person I really want to be with on Katie season is. I'm not going to name names in case you guys get too excited, (laughs) but y'all know who the person from Katie season I want is. I follow him. I follow him on Instagram. 
he has pets they're very cute i showed him to my coworkers today and i'm like i would like to sit on this person and then someone was like didn't you just say you want to sit on his face i was like yes i want the full body experience from head to toe. <laughs> it's a thorough examination from head to toe you want a thorough examination <laughs> and then someone else was like you on his toes too i said baby i'll touch him anywhere <laughs> jen i think you need some water today <laughs> I, listen i ate so much food today and i clearly did not drink enough water to wash all that down with no i didn't. just need a little taste just a little, a little thirsty <laughs> but no it's okay <laughs> listen we just i can enjoy it's things okay. yes, i can enjoy yes. things it's fine it. yes it's okay it's totally okay <laughs> but um, that's all my yeah. news do you have any bachelor nation news or jokes you no. want to share I know just the fact that literally the person you're talking about, everybody in Bachelor Nation is like going wild. <laughs> Please leave my man alone, everyone. Thank you. But you know what? I'm Polly, so I don't actually care. You all That's can true. have him as well. As, as long well as, I, as you. my time, I'm good. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Jen is equal opportunity, guys. <laughs> so she will let you have your turn as long as she gets her. As long as I get my quality time, you guys can do whatever you want. Exactly. But that's it for me. I think I'll just go ahead and wrap up the show. Thanks for listening, guys. You love us. So go ahead. Just go ahead. Rate, rate us. Go ahead. Just give us, show us a little love, guys. All right. But I'm Lex. She's Jen. And we are the Blatchlorettes. Catch you next time. Bye, 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 bye.